0: All right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted, one-on-one, and today my special guest is Coach Dave Richardson of Arkansas basketball. So I'm gonna let you introduce yourself, Coach, and then uh, we'll, we'll go from there.
1: Well, like uh, Aaron said, my name's Dave Richardson. I've been a strength conditioning coach uh, in the university level for the past 30 years. Um, I'm in my second year, finishing my second year at Arkansas uh, before that, I was in Columbus with Ohio State for 13 years. So, I uh, have a long career working with uh, collegiate basketball players. So, a
0: yeah, long career and a great resume. Um, I think anybody that follows Ohio State basketball, especially, will know the transformation that you have had on guys' bodies, if we can say that. Um, you know, I know you used to have that file from when they came in taking pictures of the freshmen and then you know their body fat yep. going down strength going up man you you do some good work you, you know how to sculpt an athlete so um, so that's not I wanted to a uh, couple of things right out of the gate first of all um, I just read this on Twitter and you can believe everything you read on the internet so um, nine weeks from today there will be college basketballs that that's pretty exciting isn't it
1: it is uh, you know the the way the season ended so abruptly uh, last year um and then kind of going through what we've been going through, it's, it's kind of hard to see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, you know, we were at the SEC tournament in Nashville. Playing, we had just finished playing Vanderbilt. We won the first round game. We were supposed to play, I believe it was South Carolina in the second round. And the day, the morning of the game, at breakfast, Coach Musselman walked in and said, hey, we're going to go back up to our rooms and pack up. We're going home. The uh, the tournament's over. So. You know, it was um, it was kind of a crazy situation. You know, in, in my thirty years in college, I've never had to deal with anything like this before. Any kind of pandemic that uh, that, that caused stoppage of, of, a, of a season and of a country. Um, but you know, we started training back uh, in June, the end of June, um, uh, and you know, we've had to have, you know use the pre- precautions for training, but. You know just just trying to get the athletes to understand hey the season is coming yeah. uh, we don't know exactly when but uh so we do have a, a an end goal to train for and so uh, that's how we've approached it I And mean, we've got nine weeks
0: wow well I, I can't wait you know me i'm i'm a junkie when it comes to college basketball football's great all that stuff's great man i i love me some college basketball so i can't i can't wait but uh i wanted to set up um before we dig too deep in um, safe word always feels like a, a, the wrong thing. I come up with a better phrase, uh, but but anyway, I need I need to, to set something up because it is fluid, and you you are in an NCAA position. I always want to be very respectful and uh, thoughtful of, of that. So if you if I ask a question and you can't answer it, just say pass, and and uh, this audience will understand that. We can't talk about that right now. You, uh, I'm not. I'm not throwing Arkansas into a violation because I asked a question that I shouldn't ask. So just say pass, and we'll keep moving on. But um, that's fair. That's fair. That, that fair. That worked. Okay. Yep. So uh, going through that, the, the next thing I want to do was let's go backwards a little bit, um, because you were a part of something pretty special here in Columbus, and that is that 2007 uh, fad five, as they called it, right. So can we go back to maybe even before, um, what was recruiting that team? Like what was getting those guys to say, yeah, I'm coming to Columbus. What, what was that feeling like? And then to review that team went to the championship game in 2007 against Florida. So what was that like? Um, just what, what was that ride like for you?
1: Well, it was a little crazy because, uh, you know, that was my second year at Ohio state and, uh, my first year at Ohio State, to kind of even go back from there, was uh, Thad, obviously Thad Mata's second year. Uh, the first year they were under probation, and then he brought me in that summer before uh, the 06 team, uh, 5 06 team. And that is probably my favorite basketball team in my whole career. Uh, and that's the team that had Matt Sylvester and Terrence Diles and Jaquel Foster. Um, JJ Sullinger, just a, and they were all seniors. Um, they were picked eighth in the Big Ten. Wow. We won the league outright. Wow. I think we won 15, uh, 15 Big Ten games. Wow. And so that was one of the most special teams I've ever been around. But uh, I, I still love those guys, and we still we still talk about uh, that season from time to time. But, you know, the, the phenomenon of the FAD 5 in, in that, in that uh, year, I, it, was, it was unbelievable um, to, to go. You, you know, I'd start, I'm, I started being a strength coach in 1990. And, you know, I started at some low-level, you know, low-major programs. Got my first break in 2000 at University of Miami, Florida. And then came to Columbus in 05. I've been to the first round probably uh, five times in in the four or five times in that 11 years prior to uh, going to Miami. And then the four years I was in Miami, we, we went one time. Wow. My first year at Ohio State, we were a number two seed. Yeah. And so my second year, we were the number one team in the country. That was with Greg Oden and Mike Conley, Daquan Cook, and and, and that bunch. And David Lighty. can't leave him out. Othello Hunter was the the fifth guy. Um, The craziest thing about going to the Final Four is when you're riding the bus to practice. You know, it's been in Atlanta. It's always in a city, New Orleans, uh, San Antonio. Is riding the bus to practice, you watch outside the window and you see everybody else in the country college basketball walking down the street yeah. they're going to dinner you mm-hmm. know they're 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 shopping with their wives and family cuz they all come to the 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 final four for meetings right and you like hey there's the head coach and so you know, <laughs> and they ain't playing. they're not playing so right. that was one of the most unbelievable things and then you know obviously getting to the final game um just the you know the, everything on the periphery is is unbelievable. Sizing for your Final Four rings and and just all the things that they're involved with it. You know, we got to go again in 2010 with the uh, the, the the other Ohio State team that went to the Final Four. We went, it was in New Orleans, so uh, 10-11 season. So
0: yeah. unbelievable. And and um, I mean, and you got some hardware. I remember at your house, you you got some hardware, man. You got a lot of rings. Rings. <laughs> But <laughs> you, you you got a big team and you need some ring. However that song goes, man, you you got it. You got a lot between Big Ten championships, mm-hmm. Big Ten tournament championships, uh, Final mm-hmm. Fours. You 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 got a lot of bling in the house. Mm-hmm. That that's that was a good ride, man. It was it was mm-hmm. uh, it was fun to watch. And I it, it, so so let let me tell the story because you know I got to tell the story, right? <laughs> so for, first time I think you and I ever talked. Um, I, I thanked you for holding Greg Oden out one more game. Because <laughs> that was the ACC Big Ten Challenge. And they play, usually play home and home. And they played in the Dean Dome. Number one ranked Ohio State came in. And uh, you guys sat, Greg, one more game. And uh, Caroline ended up getting the, getting the win. And then the next year, they came here. And so, you know, being as the, the, the good dude that you are, man, you, you took care of me. I got my tickets. Um, but you had one condition. And what what was that one condition?
1: Condition was you had to wear Ohio State gear.
0: (laughs) That's right. Even hooked me up with a a polo. I mean, I still got it in my closet. I think I've worn it about a handful of times uh, in my life. Because, you know, it's good to have that around here. I mean, when in Rome. So uh, we come in, I'm wearing my Carolina kicks. Uh, I was decorated head to toe, but I did wear my shirt. But underneath. You know i had the carolina t-shirt on you walk out the tunnel and look up in the stands and there i am showing you
1: <laughs> yeah so my man he's wearing his ohio state polo i look up in the stands and the first thing he does is absolutely And he's wearing uh, the tar hill blue underneath
0: that's hey closest to my heart is what i said so but no man that was bucket list stuff right there and that was the 2018 which you know we're not going to talk Carolina all day, but, you know, that's Ty Lawson, Tyler Hansborough, uh, you name it. That was, that was a special squad. So that was, and the, the, the gym was electric that night. Like, Diebler thought he was going to break out. He'd kind of been slow, slow to get started. My man had like 20 at half. I think he hit one falling away on the way to the, you know, into the, the locker room at half. Everybody's lighting up my text like, you boys about to go down. And uh, I think Hansborough almost got a fight with somebody halfway through the game. Anyway, great memory, man. And I'll always appreciate that because we got to take Austin. He was about eight or nine years old. I think he barely remembers it, but uh, (laughs) that was special. So, all right. So, um, all right. So, uh, you kind of covered up So, all right. So, you touched on this just a little bit, but so you now moved to the SEC. And that's, that's, now you're talking... I don't know my SEC real well, but Kentucky, Vanderbilt, you know, the schools like that, obviously Kentucky's always a huge favorite in that, you know, because of their recruiting and things like that. But what's it like, uh, what's it been like for getting ready for a season? You, you touched on it a little bit, but not knowing that date on the calendar for the, the Maui Invitational or the whatever, you know, those preseason, that, that kind of early season non-conference schedule stuff that you got on the calendar, you don't have that. So what's that, what's that been like training your guys?
1: Well, we know that we're going to end up playing sometime, and so uh, as a strength and conditioning coach, it's it's really important to to start preparing the body for the rigors of that. So, you know, not knowing exactly when you're going to start, it's not that big of a deal, honestly. Um, you do have to maybe pull back at some point because you want to peak at the right time. So, conditioning-wise, you know, we've been we've been doing a lot of base conditioning, uh, getting guys to work uh, on. Uh, things that they're not uh, where they need you know every guy kind of has their own little issues that we need to work on so we, we've been able to spend more time individually training guys for what's important and where they have uh, uh, specific needs um, you know the thing is it, it gets monotonous for them to 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 start practice um, uh, not knowing when the, actually the first game is going to be Right. Um, So, you know, we were supposed to start, you know, the first week of 9th or 10th of November. It's been pushed back two weeks. So I'm I'm still not even sure what's going to happen with those games that we were scheduled to play uh, in the period of the two weeks. You know, there was probably four or five games there. So I'm not sure what the staff has decided to do about uh, those games. Um, If it was me I'd just play all home games if you had that chance, you know. Yeah. And yeah. then I think even with the SEC, I'm not sure, but we may end up playing a true round robin, right. and every team twice. Um, and so I know that uh, SEC football—they've cut all the uh, non-SEC games out, and I think they're actually going to play every team in the SEC, which is kind of unprecedented.
0: Right right and that's i think you're seeing that in other i think acc is doing that in football as well uh although carolina ironically enough carolina was supposed to play last saturday in charlotte against charlotte a, you know not an, a non-acc and they couldn't play because charlotte had COVID. so by the
1: way i'm excited to see the big 10 is actually going to play football better no, like than ever.
0: <laughs> right right you know and, and like i said i'm excited for that but i'm i'm also excited for the, the workers and the people and the the people that rely and it's terrible to say, but it's it's just truth, man. And that's there's people that rely on Ohio State playing football that don't do anything with football. There's businesses around there. There's restaurants. There's small shops. There's jobs at Ohio State that you know. Th- there's other sports. I mean, you used because so you used to not just do basketball. What what were the other sports that you did? Like fencing and some others, right?
1: Well, I've I've done a lot of sports in my career. You know, I've worked with um, started with football as we all probably did back then. But I've worked with tennis, volleyball. I had, uh, when I was at the University of Miami, Florida, I had uh, women's volleyball and men's and women's tennis teams. Um, when I've, you know, I worked with the uh, Ohio State men's golf team for a long time. Uh, I did work for the fencing team for a couple of years. And, uh, Actually, got a national championship ring out of that and <laughs> <Add to my> a <laughs> collection. Um, and then you know, after uh, I finished with basketball at Ohio State, I worked with uh, uh men's lacrosse and um I actually did some work with uh men's gymnastics for a minute.
0: Wow, so so Dave, that I mean, I'm not a strength coach as you can tell, um, but you know, the each one of those is different, man. Every every one of those, right? As aren't you training? Differently, like I mean, pitcher—you don't train a pitcher the same way as you train a a four-hole hitter on the baseball team, or the catcher, or you know, those guys all have a different plan. What's that like shifting from a sport like football, which I got to think is a lot of mass, and then basketball, which is probably more lean mass, you know, because you got it, and then agility, obviously. And and again, I I probably have no idea what I'm talking about right now, but well, I will say this,
1: and one of one of my favorite sayings is. Strength is an asset no matter what sport you play. Okay, and so you know we have base programs that that uh, that strengthen the body, you know, from head to toe, and, and it's base strength. But but where we where we really differ a lot of sports is the movement, the specific movement of the sports, and and that's called specificity. And and how we train each sport is for the rigors of their sport. So you know, basketball needs to be repeatable. Um, so it's it's strength that's kind of in the repeatable realm. Uh, and you've got to be conditioned and, and in shape to do that. You know, football plays last three to six seconds. Right. You know, and, and a basketball, I mean, sometimes we've blown right th- through that first TV timeout. And we've played from the tip off to about 13 or 14 minutes into the game before. So right. You know, there's there's different ways, and that and that's more of the conditioning portion of the strength and conditioning. But even strength-wise, you're right. There's there's you know there's different ways to train different sports. But you want to make it specific to the sport that they play. Keeping in mind that strength is in, is an asset for whatever sport you play.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a great quote, and obviously something you probably live by in in your day to day. Let's shift gears to, and you. this may be a past question. I'm going to preface it. <laughs> all right. Over your career in, in sports and all the different sports and all the different universities, how have you seen recruiting change? Because I got to think it's changed. I got to think it's, it's, I had, so I had I had Pranel on from Ohio State, she played softball there. Um, she talked about, and I asked her, you know, when she commit, she committed as a freshman for softball. That's crazy. But, but, and I said, did you have the hats, you know, and the, the table and you picked Ohio State over Georgia or Carolina or whatever? And she, she said, no, like they just announced, you know, done. <laughs> and nowadays, man, you got, it's like a gender reveal every time a kid commits to some place. And then I was yeah. on with somebody else and then we talked about the, how they do the three panel, four panel. I'm down to my last seven. And, and in a way, how disrespectful that is to coaches that you know, I mean, you see it obviously with yeah. your staff. Um, those guys put a lot of time and effort into just hoping they can get this kid to commit. Building
1: relationships. Yeah, Yeah.
0: right. And then, and that's almost a little disrespectful at that point. I know a lot of guys probably call and say, thanks coach and all that. And how have you seen recruiting change? And if this is a pass, then you can pass.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, I'll skirt it a little bit. Um, It has changed over the years. I mean, you know, social media has changed everything. Right. And so, you know, the one guy that, starts to put a hat on and throws it on the floor and picks. It's just different, man. But it's, it's, um, when you asked about the recruiting question, I thought you was, you started with it. I was thinking about our approach to recruiting.
0: And I'd like to know that too.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, kids are, kids are different. You know, it it depends on the, the type of kid that you are. Um, you know, coaches, they don't even care about that as long as they get who they're trying to get. Um, but it, social media has changed really the whole thing, and and you know our my staff right now at, at Arkansas, they they have been on the forefront of, of social media and and staying up to date and current. And uh, Eric Musselman is an unbelievable um, uh, innovator when it comes to not only his pro himself you know in uh, staying uh, in social media, but branding for athletes and all these other things that are new. Parts of the collegiate game, branding's become a huge thing, and so um, I've had my eyes open a lot to the innovation uh, through the staff, the, the staff here, and, and how they do things. Well, it, it's a new world, really, kind of every day because yeah. it's all one-upsmanship. Who's who's gonna who's gonna do better than than you know that something that happened last year?
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it's, well, it's fun.
1: To, it, it's fun to watch, but it, it's also can border on the ridiculous.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, probably that needle probably goes that way more than the other, but it is fun to watch as fans. You know, I mean, I am i don't do it as much as I used to, but, you know, you used to get glued to, oh, oh, wow, he's got us in his top five. And it's like, man, he's just a kid. And, you know, it, it really, it doesn't matter, but because ultimately, I mean, and especially, you know, this in college basketball, what we're talking about, how many times is that number one team or especially the number one recruiting class? I think I can count two, maybe three times, that number one big dog recruiting class actually won the title. Yeah. And so, you know, it, and that's uh, Duke, I think, won one, much as it pains me to say it, uh, a couple years ago. And then, you know, Kentucky, the Anthony Davis class. But even then, that class had a senior on it. And that kid, and I don't remember, I, I just remember his last name was Miller. Um, but he would come in. I remember they just that that team would get completely erratic and he would come in off the bench and slow everything down. They'd yeah. calm down and they'd get back in the game. And that, you know, and that, so as you look ahead to your team, what's your team look like for this year? Do you have that mixture or do you have young guys or what, what's your team look like?
1: Yeah, again, the staff has done an unbelievable job with our roster. Um, we, we, we signed four freshmen from all from the state of Arkansas that were all in the top 100. Uh, wow. And then we have, Three grad transfers um, that have come from various programs around the country. We had two guys that were sitting out last year. One's a seven-three perimeter player. Uh, So, I mean, we Coach Musselman's done an unbelievable job with his roster. And now, you know, the the crazy thing is with this COVID, you may have two guys out this week, can't play in a game. Right. The two different people the next week. And two different people the next week, so it's um, it's a little interesting how he's going to be able to put roster uh, and and uh, starting five and, and playing rotations together with guys not knowing who you may have uh, on the bench that week.
0: And that's going to be true for who you play too. So you could right. you could scout all week. Knowing that they got a three point shooter or their big man, uh, you know, the game's changed. It's all, they're all three point shooters now. But, right. you know, but you could scout all week for a certain player and then find out midweek he's got COVID and he's out. You that's know, right. I, I, you probably had that before with sprained ankles and stuff like that too. But man, that <laughs> nothing that's, to this degree. Right. 100%. You could lose half a team. So what if, like, what if one of the coaches gets it? <laughs> oh, man. Right. Or
1: the staff Or your athletic trainer. Or, I mean, it's, I mean it's a whole new world man this this season's gonna be so different
0: it is and I you know and I hate that because you I just like things back to the way they were but this is the world that we're living in and um, so let me ask you that too did you guys um, have anybody because and some of that those rules changed as well so you said your season got cut short I know they didn't the NCA expand did they do that for basketball too where guys could come back for a, another year and did you guys have anybody that did that?
1: We did not. Um, actually, we have uh, we had we lost two kids early uh, to the draft that are going in the draft that are underclassmen. So, uh, did not have anybody come back. Um, I, I don't. I'm not sure they they were allowing basketball players.
0: Okay, I know from, baseball. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, baseball never great.
1: got. They never got to play their season.
0: That's terrible.
1: They, they might have played ten games, but you know, men's and women's basketball. Uh, Got to play all the way their full season into the sec tournament so yeah
0: yeah well i mean i was glad on two two account well the carolina syracuse game in the acc tournament people were saying that was gonna be the last game of the year because that was like the last one that played and then i think yeah. there was that one that played the next day till halftime which is absurd yeah. and then remember that I don't, big east or whoever it was or, do, yeah uh yeah i mean but you know carolina was trash so they didn't make the tournament anyway so I, it was, you know hey you know, that was, it's, I'll take it. I'll take it. It, it. You know, we're back this year. So, all right. So we're going to shift gears completely. Like I'm going to grind from, I'm going straight from first gear to, or fourth gear to first right now. Down Let's shift. Talk Ninja all foodie right. Grill. All right. Cause ah. so what, what, wait, hang on, hang on. Let me put a pin in that. We got to tell the story of the worst 5k ever. Was that even a 5k? What the heck was that at Ohio state? And, uh, in the rain in the rain <laughs> my shoe kept coming untied uh so for those listening our our wives are just machines they can just run for days um and uh i personally am not dave is 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 better than i am at that actually drugged me on my first run around the block almost died but uh but we went and we were in a ohio state fundraiser 5k or something yeah and Man, we're standing in the gate, it starts raining. Not just raining, it was a downpour, right?
1: Hey, right at the start. Right at the start. I think it was a four miler, wasn't it? A four miler.
0: It was. It was a four miler. And the girls said, Oh, we'll 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 all stay together. Remember that? They said, Oh no, we're we'll stay together. And then probably in the first minute, they were gone. 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 <laughs> and then Dave and I are jogging together and, and my shoe literally kept coming untied. And and I'm so I kept. I think I stopped on lane twice, and then by that time Dave's gone. So I'm just bringing up the, the anchor.
1: <laughs> I was trying to get done, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Those those were good times. We loved having you all here, and so that kind of leads me into the fact that our wives are are, are good friends, and uh, and recently my wife took a trip to uh, to see you guys down in your new home. So it was beautiful. Welcome, welcome made, to Fayetteville. Oh man, she loved it. She loved the uh, just the great trip and. Uh, while, while she was there, you made a meal, which, man, you can make a meal now. What what was the one that used to make here the, the, is it atouffee, is that, am I saying it right?
1: Little crawfish atouffee.
0: Mm, man, and, and Dave can make a meal. What's, what you, didn't you buy like a big kettle and like a canoe oar to make it for your whole, uh, <laughs> for your whole uh, cul-de-sac? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Even, I, I, when I cook, I cook big.
0: Big time, I mean, big time. So so then my wife comes, she has a meal at your home and she comes home raving about this thing called a Ninja Foodie Grill. And uh, man, I, I got a $20 grill at Walmart, I'm not gonna lie. That was my grill and I'm still using charcoal and I'm just burning everything and I'm, I'm not that guy. <clears throat> and so I get one for my birthday and man, the game's changed. It's changed like that. It's idiot proof for the most part. Uh, talk about your Ninja Foodie Grill
1: okay well i gotta preface the whole thing by you know my wife is loves gadgets and and she's Cajun, uh, and i usually tell people that you know my background is like my dad i grew up in the military my dad's retired military i joined the military out at of a, at a high school at a high school and i've been a strength coach for 30 years and i married a cajun girl the so <laughs> whole life has been defined by conflict. (laughs) So, (laughs) I know, right? So she loves gadgets, kitchen gadgets. And you know, we've had the bread maker, we've had the George Foreman, the every uh, type of, what do they call the pressure cookers and the Mm -hmm. air fryer. And she says, Hey, I want to get one of these air fryers. And I'm like, here we go again because it's going to end up in you know in a box, tried to be stored somewhere. It's the best money we've ever spent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So yeah, we um, we're trying to eat healthy. Um, so you know we uh, I cook chicken in there. Um, we cook vegetables in there, which is phenomenal. Amazing. Amazing. Isn't it? It's it's <laughs> so really yeah so literally i you know it's one of the things i had to learn i guess i but um it has been some money well spent
0: oh unbelievable man and i'm not a veggie guy um you know if if it made little debbie's i'd be all in but (laughs) i'm just kidding uh but no and so we my, my dad bought us some seeds to plant in the backyard for the summer so we had a little garden going and didn't know what to do with half of that stuff once we had it and then we got that thing and Man, squash! Uh, I'm, I'm going to the grocery store. I'm making that right-hand turn, and I'm checking out the veggie aisle now. And yep. uh, peppers, onions. Yeah, uh, you know, it was funny. I, I text Dave for our audience. I texted him about maybe a week or two after we got it with pictures of all the stuff I made, and he said, "Man, give that thing a break." <laughs> it was, it was great. Uh, but no, we—I don't think I have. I don't know. If there's a day goes by we haven't used it. Flatbread yep. pizzas. Uh, you can make them about four or five minutes. Bacon, I mean, you name it. Uh, I'll put a link in the post when I put this up because it, and actually, they got a big price drop right now. I've been watching, and they're about, I think, 160 at Walmart now or something like that, or Costco. You have to get two
1: of them going at once.
0: I'll tell you what, I might need to. Uh, My electric bill is, is (laughs) my my oven's lonely because I don't (laughs) use it anymore. It's, uh, everything is just amazing in there, but, uh, Anyway, so that that was uh, that was a lot that we squeezed in a half hour. Um, I want to be respectful of your time, man. It's great to see. You. Let me ask you one more question before I get off because I know you're a big reader. What you reading right now?
1: Well, honestly, I've, I haven't had a whole lot of time to read. Um, I am reading um, a, 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 a Bible book. It's okay. uh, it, it's more of a devotional type book, but uh, um, I tell you what, I found I found Netflix, which has been a problem. <laughs>
0: During COVID,
1: know, I found I, I mean, we spent two weeks uh, right after the tournament, the, the, the SEC tournament, where we literally had to stay home and didn't do anything. It was only two weeks, and then we started working, you know, coming back to work. So this has only been, we started work back in June. Um, but I never knew about Netflix. <laughs>
0: Unbelievable.
1: <laughs> well, I've binge watched a number of things and that's kind of taken some of my reading time away, but um, I, I do need to get back. There's a couple of really good books that uh, that I'm, I'm starting to stack up.
0: Yeah, you know, Netflix, you got a lot of catching up to do. You got a lot of catching up to do. If you just found it, there's a lot. To just
1: found it. On.
0: Yeah. You know, it, did you, uh, have you watched The Last Dance on there yet?
1: I have. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Yeah. Man, that, that. That thing could have gone on for about two or three seasons. That would have been yeah.
0: great. Yeah. You know, 90s basketball was just different. It was a different era, and uh, it's a different time nowadays. But it's good to see your some of your guys. That was everything I was going to mention. I know I said I was done, but I'm, I'm, I got one more. Florida, man, that – and I know the team you lost to, and I hate to bring that up, but but let's look at that team for a minute. Horford's still playing. I think is still playing on somebody. Uh, Joaquin Noah's back playing again, and and there's a fourth. Who's the other one? Like, whoever the fourth was, there's four guys from that roster, and Billy Donovan, still coaching, like, in the NBA. I mean, and and I know he just resigned, but still, like, when I saw that, those guys have been playing a long, long time. But, you know, to your guys' credit, Conley's still out there getting it done. I mean, I thought for sure the shot that he took was going in to beat beat Denver. What a shot. I mean, it was – it was right there. But uh but it's good to see those guys still playing and, and I know yeah. Ohio State's got mm-hmm. some big things coming up this year too. Um so yeah, man, this was great. Thank you so much for your time. Uh thanks for your friendship. It's been awesome. I know uh so so should we tell people what you used to say about us sitting together in church or no? Is that is that I was <laughs> <is that Dave laughs> gonna go? ask you.
1: I've <laughs> seen a couple of I've seen a couple of these broadcasts. I was gonna ask, do you ever have anybody on with hair?
0: <laughs> Wait till you see, man. I got this week I when I was putting the little panel together I think four or five of the guys, nobody's got hair. I'm like, man, this is...
1: <laughs> Pre-requisite.
0: They, 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 no, you know, I,
1: we used to say that uh, we couldn't sit next together in church because we look like a butt.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, man. Uh, but, you know, honestly, we, we loved your time here. We were so thankful uh, that, that we got to spend time with you guys as a family. And, uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll continue to watch Arkansas I'd watch the games just to look over at the uh, the bench there. I noticed your seat's not on the bench. It's kind of in that first row of the, the curb. Is everybody right? Fine with me. <laughs> but but I, I
1: can actually yell at the refs from over there.
0: There you go, because you seem like a fan. So, yeah, that you know that's awesome. But, no, I, I usually check out the SEC games just to see if my guy's sitting down there. And, and uh, so we'll see you on TV, and I'm sure we'll be in touch again. But thanks for your time, Dave. It was uh, great to, to, to catch up with you again.
1: All good, man. God bless.
0: All right, you too. Talk to you
1: soon. See you, man. Bye-bye.